Welcome to Relationships as Spiritual Practice, Bridging the Secular and Spiritual, with your host, Lachelle Lowe-Chardet, founder of Mindful Compassionate Dialogue and Wiseheart PDX. Hello, thank you for being with me today. Hmm, thank you for looking for something to inspire you to live from your values today and to support you in evolving your heart and your mind and entering into compassion. Thank you for your dedication. Today I want to support you around facing the suffering in the world and responding to that suffering in your heart and in your life. Hmm. So first to begin just to acknowledge perhaps your experience or the experience of those around you and then We'll talk about the practice of acceptance and a practice for getting grounded and taking action. So important as we face violence and suffering in our own lives or in the lives of others, that we are able to take some action. Trauma research is very clear about this that when a group of people experience a traumatic event, those who take action have far less or even no symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder. So to begin, let's just allow the suffering of the world into our consciousness. Hmm that all over the world people are lost in fear and greed and hate and being caught in that they commit actions of violence and torment for themselves and others. And right now we see this on a massive scale, on a massive scale in Ukraine Massive violence, torture, killing, and suffering. And it's triggering, it's difficult, it's so hard to see that massive scale, even though we know this is happening all the time all over the world. When it happens on this scale, it's more difficult to accept and be with and stay grounded in the face of. So just beginning by naming some feelings that are probably alive for you as you face what's happening. Shock, fear, horror, maybe disgust, anger and certainly grief. Ah, So much grief 
when we witness this much suffering all at once. And along with those very difficult feelings, there's no doubt a series of thoughts that you find yourself thinking and perhaps even saying out loud that aren't that helpful, but they're there. So let's name a possibility about what those thoughts might be. Hmm, You might have thoughts that this world is a terrible place. You might have thoughts that this world is full of terrible people. You might have thoughts judging yourself about your own sense or thought of helplessness and why can't you do something or why can't our country do something or your country. Hmm, there might be a whole cascade of judgments of political leaders, of those engaged in Ukraine and conflict on either side. There might be a whole series of judgment thoughts about the other nations in the world and how they should be helping more or doing something. Yeah. So let's just begin by welcoming all of that experience. There's nothing wrong with your experience. It's just a part of being human. That's what happens in this human life. All these feelings and thoughts. Accepting that. Noticing that. Moving into this place in yourself in which you can observe. Ah, yes, this is the experience I'm having and I can be with this experience. Just affirming your own ability to be with your experience dissolves a layer of suffering in yourself. Resistance to experience is so habitual that if you're noticing, if you're mindful enough, when you drop into accepting any aspect of your experience, you will almost always notice relief. Relief from the layer of resistance, the habit of resistance that had been running in the background. So at any time, You can relieve a good portion of your own suffering by simply saying, it's okay that I'm experiencing this right now. That's enough to get a lot of relief from suffering. Acceptance helps you to form habits that don't feed fear and anger and judgmental thoughts. When you are located in your compassionate observer, observing your own experience, there's a certain clarity that can arise. And in that clarity, you might remember, ah, 
I can set a boundary with the amount of media I expose myself to. You might have that thought. And you might discern, hmm, what is the media that helps me to stay attuned to suffering, connected to my heart of compassion? And what is the media that simply triggers overwhelm, fear, and anger? You can discern that. Notice your experience carefully and discern. What kind of exposure to suffering in the world opens your heart of compassion, inspires action, and what kind of exposure just feeds fear, anger, division, and judgment? You can also interrupt the feeding of fear, anger, and judgment by declining political discussions that add to it. All that emotion arises and it wants expression. And often, the expression we're most conditioned to engage in is thinking and analysis. Thinking and analysis are certainly important in some aspects of life. Thinking and analysis rarely help you feel centered and grounded in your heart and in your energy center, in your abdomen, your dantian. Rarely do they help with that. So if someone's engaging you in a political discussion, you can ask yourself, is this feeding my heart? Is this helping me to live in love and compassion for those who are suffering? Or for myself or this person who's with me? And if the answer is no, You can interrupt that discussion. Hmm. Here's some ideas for interrupting a political discussion that's not helpful. Hmm. I notice as we talk about this, I start to feel hopeless and angry all at once. What if we talk about the actions that people are taking to try to help the situation? Can we focus on that for a few minutes? Or what if we pause right now and just feel how much we care about those people who are suffering that we're talking about right now? Or what if we just pause right now to notice just how angry we are that such atrocities could occur Noticing that our anger is arising from our care. And what if we stop talking about this right now and just take a moment to feel how incredibly sad it is? 
يعني you can add any suggestion to interrupt a political discussion that will take you in the direction of something that's either accepting what is in the moment of your own experience or moving in the direction of empowerment or compassion. Hmm. Lastly, you can enter an acceptance into acceptance by setting your intention that each time you feel fear or anger or you're having judgmental thoughts, that that is a cue for you to go directly to your values. The only reason you react is because there's something you care about. If you're completely disconnected and your attention is totally somewhere else and something else you care about, you don't react. So when you react in anger, fear, or judgment, it's because you care. So that's fantastic. That means you can go right to your caring. And in that moment that the fear, anger, or judgment arises, you can say to yourself, ah, yes, hello fear, hello anger, hello judgment. I thank you for reminding me that I am someone who cares so much about the preciousness of life in our world. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. Fear, anger, and judgment. It's okay that you're here. I know you're here to remind me that I care and that I would like to take some action to live in integrity with my care. Hmm. And then you go right to your caring. What do you care about? You care about peace. You care about love, safety, equity, respect. There's probably a lot of values that you could name that are connected to violence in Ukraine or any other form of violence on the planet in your own life or in the lives of others. And so you go right to that caring, because I care. And then to help you stay in your own embodied sense of caring, you can immediately choose a direction for your caring. And this is part, one aspect of taking action. Choose a direction for your caring. Help yourself stay in caring by creating a ritual of sending your care in a way that works for you. So you can express your care verbally if you're a person who really connects well with words and voice. You can sing a song. And somebody recently sent me a song that was a dedication to care for Ukraine. 
beautiful song. I can maybe link it here at the bottom of the podcast. But her channel for expression and contribution was singing. And so she acted on her care by singing. She's a professional musician by singing a song and posting it for others, hoping to inspire and express care. Or you might have a mantra. In this moment, I feel love and care in my heart, and I send it to those in need. I dedicate my love and care to those in need. And those in need, you might have a particular name for those in need. You fill in the blank in a way that just feels most authentic and real for you. That's what's important. Or you can take an action, a movement, moving your arms, opening your arms wide, feeling the care in your hands, and then choosing someone, some living being, or some place to send that care to. Maybe there's an action of opening your arms and placing your hands one on top of the other over your heart. Bowing is a ritual action that many traditions have. It might be useful. If you're oriented kinesthetically, then taking an action to send your care might be the most grounding and centering for you. Or visually, if you're more visually oriented, if that's a strength or a doorway for you, then you can feel your care and your love and imagine it radiating out from your heart as a beautiful light. Maybe it's a white light. Maybe it's color. has a certain color. Just notice what naturally comes to you. What comes up authentically for you? And you might see that light or Whatever image you're using, radiating out, touching someone in particular. Maybe you've seen images of the children in Ukraine, so you focus that light and love landing on them. It's helpful for your mind to have a concrete target for your love and care. So this is where media can be helpful, right? If you're dedicating love and care to someone in the world and you have an image to match that, then that's going to help you stay focused, keep your attention on what you're doing. So at any given moment that you notice fear or anger or judgment, That is your cue. Ah, right now I can notice those things, welcome that experience and say, that experience is coming up because I care. Let me take even three breaths and feel my caring and imagine my caring landing for someone who needs it most. And then in the larger scope of your life, 
you can look for an action with others. With every fiber in my being, I know that when we come together at the same time, with the same intention to send love and care, and we have the same recipient in mind for that love and care, it moves mountains. It really matters, and it's very, very important. So I invite you to consider how can you come together with others to send love and care, whether that's through prayer or a meditation or physical action of gathering supplies, gathering and sending supplies in your own city to those in need abroad, whatever inspires you, that acting on your caring makes a difference for everyone. Because that care travels through the network by which we are all connected. And it inspires those around you to see you doing that, to feel you doing that with them. Hmm. I was listening to a video the other day of two experts on trauma. And I love the way they said, joy arises in synchronous understanding, intention, and action with others. That is where human beings experience the most joy. Synchronous, attuned action, intention, touch, whatever it might be. Those moments when we feel we are with someone else, connected and with, that's when we feel joy, naturally, because we're social beings, because we know we are all connected, and when we see the manifestation of that connection, naturally, it's a joyful affirmation of our true nature. Thank you so much for listening today, for cultivating this acceptance of your own experience, which allows you to have the clarity of heart and mind and body to interrupt that which feeds fear, anger, judgment, and violence, and to turn your attention towards your caring feeling your caring and sending your caring in a way that works for you and taking action based on that care and love that is your natural state of being. May we support each other in each moment through the love in our hearts. Thank you. Radiating love from my heart to yours. You can find free resources and information about Mindful Compassionate Dialogue, as well as Wise Heart's live offerings and self-paced workshops online 
at www.wiseheartpdx.org. You can also connect with WiseHeart on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, or by emailing info at wiseheartpdx.org.